Welcome to the podcast for ambitious women. I'm your host, Dr. D. Franey. If you're a leader, innovator, or change maker, you belong here. Because around here, ambitious women are encouraged to have big, bold, unapologetic goals and dreams, and given the tools to execute and achieve them without the pressure, hustle, overwhelm, or burnout. Ladies, it's time to unlock your potential. If your brain incessantly chatters, you are not alone. I used to think that constant noise was normal, that everyone had it going on. I used to ask my husband what he was thinking when we were first, you know, dating and married, and he would respond, nothing. That literally nothing was going on in his head. That answer would send my brain into a tailspin. There was no way that nothing was going on in his brain. Like that literally drove me crazy. I would think things like he must not have been telling me the truth because of course he was thinking something awful about me, right? That's where my brain would go. Then one day I asked him the question again. And just like always, he told me that nothing, he was thinking nothing. And for the first time, I considered the possibility that maybe just maybe some people experienced a quiet mind. I still had a hard time believing that was possible. Like it literally made my brain spin in circles thinking that some people might have a quiet brain, but I opened myself up to curiosity to explore that idea. In my mind, there was always constant noise. I had to force it to be positive thoughts great ideas, dreams, aspirations, and care for others. You know, all that feel-good stuff we should be thinking. But so much of the noise wasn't so positive. It was far from feeling good. And it seemed harder and harder to drown out with distractions in my life. I found myself trying harder and harder to numb that constant noise. That noise sounded like anxious thoughts, self-doubt, so much worry. It was my insecurities. It was self-criticism and endless judgment of myself, of my results, of everything around me. It also sounded like a constant review of my past and collecting evidence to prove why I was inadequate why I was a fraud, why I was never good enough. I ended up spending a lot of time intellectually knowing that I was worthy, successful, and accomplished, but I never felt that way. It ended up feeling more like I was wearing a costume uh, of a successful and worthy and accomplished person, but that wasn't who I truly was. Because of that constant chatter and my noise, I spent so much time ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. My big, beautiful brain rarely allowed me to enjoy the present moment. I would rarely ever just be. I was living my life, but I was so far from truly enjoying it. You know, I thought that I knew joy 
that I knew gratitude, happiness, and enjoyment. But those moments, they were fleeting. And I was always chasing how to have them again. I had to grasp harder and harder for the feel-good moments because that constant chowder kept getting louder and louder. All the while, I was wondering if there was something wrong with me because I wasn't happy all the time. People who are doing life right are happy all the time, right? That's what it's supposed to be like. I had created an amazing life, and maybe you have too. With a successful career, I had almost finished my doctorate degree. I have the most loving and supportive husband. Other than and other than the mortgage, we were debt-free. Really, on paper, I had it all. Except for feeling peace, contentment, or satisfaction. I was unfulfilled. I was restless. I was constantly anxious. I largely felt empty and unworthy. What was wrong with me? How could I feel so off? I felt shame to even think that I felt this way. Yet there I wa- there I was, my friends. <clears throat> Our brains are liars. We have two brains. I mean, look, I know I'm smart enough to know that we only have one, but stick with me here. There's two parts. The oldest part of our brain is our survival brain. It's evolved to keep us safe, to keep us alive as a species. It rules with pleasure, pain, and habits to minimize uncertainty and risk. The newer part of our brain is our human brain. It's our consciousness, our ability to think about our thoughts, to plan, strategize, and create a vision for a better future. I've come to learn that we're really smack dab in the middle of the next stage of human evolution. We need to learn to use our human brain to override our survival brain. These two parts of our brain are largely at war with one another. We've pretty much eliminated all physical threats in modern life. You guys, there's no tiger that's about to jump out and eat us. Yet survival brain keeps trying to protect us from the tigers. Modern life has necessitated shifts in our physical health. We used to work on the farm. There was no need to work out. But as we adapted to working indoors, the need to carve out time to exercise became necessary. We are now at the time where we need to shift practices to improve our mental and our emotional health because survival brain is backfiring in the absence of physical danger. Survival brain now fixates on mental and emotional dangers, creating a ton of mental chaos for us. Because we're aware enough to know that life could be better but not skilled enough to override survival brain trying to save us from the mental and emotional pain. I don't think that most people need therapy or antidepressants. Most people need to learn to lead their brains, to develop self-awareness, to uncover the lies their brain is telling reflexively to keep them safe. 
Repeating garbage cultural programming that we soaked up like sponges before we were old enough to know that we could choose our own thoughts. Survival brain's default mode is fear, to scan for threats. Our goals, our growth, our desire for more causes survival brain to use all its mental and emotional lies to end the uncertainty of change. Once our growth exceeds our natural skill and ability, that's when change becomes even harder and more uncertain for our brain. And that's why we achieve to a certain point, and then it seems so much harder to achieve our goals. We end up experiencing so much self-doubt, insecurity, feeling lost, inadequacy, unworthy, and insufficient. These are all the result of our brain's lies. Self-sabotage, quitting, not making goals anymore, losing interest, procrastination, perfectionism. These are the practices our survival brain implements to keep us safe. And even telling us the story that we must be broken. This isn't you. You are not broken. You just don't know how to recognize the lies your brain tells you or the games it plays to keep you safe. The only thing that has gone wrong is that you don't have enough self-awareness of your habits of thinking, of your habits of behavior. You haven't used the skill of self-awareness to uncover your brain's lies, to change the relationship you have with yourself, to master your internal space to end the constant, painful brain chatter that holds you back. When you learn the simple, yet not easy, skills to lead your brain, you will feel better. You'll feel worthy. You'll feel enough. You'll take your emotional power back. You'll no longer be the victim of external circumstances, but rather you'll be the creator of your mental emotional, and physical reality. Your relationships will shift. You'll have healthy boundaries and fewer expectations of others. There won't be the pull to please others, but rather to honor your own wants and needs. Right now, you're probably thinking that your circumstances need to change so that you can finally feel better, finally feel happy, finally feel worthy. Don't worry, my friends. This is one of the most toxic lies your brain tries to tell you. Your spouse doesn't need to change or do better or help more. Your kids don't need to listen more or stop being so difficult. You don't need a better job, a more supportive or appreciative boss, or less annoying coworkers. You don't need to earn more money, buy a bigger house or a nicer car. You don't need more vacations and more excitement, although those are pretty nice, right? You don't need to lose the weight, change your appearance, or buy a new wardrobe. You don't need more time or fewer obligations. You definitely don't need another degree or more credentials. And you don't need to buckle down, try harder, have more willpower, or hustle more. Because all that hustling we've been doing to feel happy, loved, appreciated, successful, or worthy none of the hustling works. External solutions will never solve an internal problem. 
Feelings are an internal problem. They're an inside job, my friends. I looked around my life and realized once and for all, I had to tackle my internal space. I had hustled to find the answer outside of myself, but once I learned that the only place I could create the mental and emotional freedom I so desperately wanted was within, I decided I could no longer keep running from myself. I set myself free by shining light on my brain's lies. Now I've helped hundreds of clients do the same. They know the secrets to leading their brain to peace, contentment, and worthiness that they were desperate for. In this podcast, I'll share these lessons because uncovering the lies your brain is telling you is the path to emotional freedom, the ability to stop hustling, to finally feel like you've arrived, to feel enjoyment and fulfillment, to finally feel safe and at home in your own mind. If you're ready to execute and achieve your big, bold, unapologetic goals and dreams, join us in the Ambitious Women's Collective Facebook group. It's a space for ambitious leaders, innovators, and change makers. And hey, you belong here too. Come make big things happen with us over at myyeslife.com forward slash group.